0: Hello, friends. Welcome back. It's spooky season. Um, yeah, uh, it's time to get pumped, time to get excited. Um, I mean, this is just those couple months we have where it's totally deemed normal to celebrate <clears throat> what's weird and, you know, completely insane. And, uh, you know, essentially, once November 1st rolls around, we're completely, you know, deemed society is you know, anti everything you know we're just casted to the side so either time I guess it's for me it's time to cue this is Halloween but I guess t- for you younger listeners it's that spooky scary skeletons or whatever the hell that song is um I've never felt so old uh, <laughs> but either way um whatever song you're singing you know enjoy that it's, it's time to celebrate and of course pay attention because uh, I'll be posting later as list of 31 films that I'm hoping to check out this October and uh, I'd love to share with you guys. So if you're uh, definitely interested in following along, uh, I'd I'd love for you to participate. Um, Either way, uh, it's time to talk about all those ghoulish delights. Um, And when it comes to ghouls, one that comes to mind, what else? the zombie um and right now it is totally it's zombie is hot, it is what Hollywood wants, um but essentially i it wasn't this way if we look back about twenty years ago it like the zombie was obsolete um when it came to Hollywood, and essentially, I personally believe this film is responsible for bringing back the zombie um <clears throat> and we'll get into the director's reason as to why the zombie you know had faded out and why he kind of felt it was time to bring it back um and i'm so happy he did because that long lost love affair it's it's definitely brought back in this film and i'm so excited to talk about it so uh without further ado Ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful (sighs) mum. Oh, have you ever felt that you're turning into the of the world? A zombie. Maybe you're not alone. He said. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it judgment day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. Oh, he's got So, what's the plan? Oh. Bash him in the head. That seems to work out. Why have we got a girl, Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, okay. Oh. Wait uh, hold it there. I'm coming. Oh. Here it comes. John i remember quoting this movie that's right guys we're talking about *Shaun of the dead the 2004 comedy horror film it's hard to believe this film's like 15 years old um directed by edgar wright um I just I just love this man. Um he's uh as Eli Roth has been quoted to say his brother from another mother and um co-written by of course Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg our star um who also brought along his really good close friend Nick Frost and these three had collaborated earlier and we'll get into where <clears throat> Now, essentially the plot of this what we're going to talk about it's basically we're going to follow Sean our hero, this directionless Londoner um basically and his quest To get his girlfriend back and survive um, a zombie apocalypse, Uh, you know, it's, it's that simple, but at the same time, it's just so memorable and so wonderful. Um, This film was a critical success, um, commercial success, and ended up nominated for a couple awards, actually quite a few awards, which we'll get into. Um, And... All the like horror heroes essentially love this film. One of which uh, a review stood out to me. Stephen King, he's you know described this film as a ten on the fun meter, and you know at that moment had destined it to be a cult classic. Um, and yeah, at this point, essentially, it's sitting amongst that list. Um, I'm not sure if the list has basically been changed by us millennials, um, but. Either either way, it's it's held that way for comedy and horror fans alike, um, and essentially, whole is the start to the three flavors trilogy. Um, Shaun of the Dead, um, followed by Hot Fuzz, and of course, The World's End. So, um, getting right into it, guys, I'm sure all of you have seen this film. We're following Shaun. Um, he's our salesman at this basic electronics store. You know, he's disrespected by his colleagues. Um, and essentially, we find out that he does not get along with his stepfather, you know, fills dinner reservations for his girlfriend, tries to put things back together. And essentially, at that point, she breaks up with him. He's drowning his sorrows with his best mate, Ed, his roommate, who at the same time, he also shares his, his flat with a housemate, Pete, um, who does not like Ed. So there's conflict on all sides for, for poor Sean. Can't get away from it. Um, and uh, essentially, Pete. Comes home complaining of a bite wound. You know, Sean and Ed were p- up playing electronic music till 4am and drinking, trying to, you know, drown his sorrows. Um, and essentially, you know, there's this kind of moment where you realize, okay, some shit's about to go down. So Sean wakes up that morning hung over a shit. Um, and of course, this is one of my favorite favorite moments um and I personally believe one of cinema's like iconic moments Sean's walk to the grocer or the convenience store to grab some uh, to grab a pop actually and he just is completely just un you know phased by the fact that a zombie apocalypse is going around around going on around him um I mean we see a guy running just you know the opposite direction and my favorite post Part, of course, is when he walks into the store, we see him slip on that little bit of blood um, and, of course, the handprints on on the actual um, <laughs> cooler itself and Sean's oblivious. Um, and I just, it's just so, so silly. It's so small, but it's so great. Um, and essentially, at this point, moment, you know, he comes back and it's that point where sean and ned begin to notice the zombies there's two in the garden while essentially we have the one and the other comes in and another iconic scene you know bringing out the different things to bash them in the head because britain doesn't have guns um you know so it's kind of uh, it's like a bit of a poke at the fact that like they don't have weapons but at the same time it's kind of a r- very real theme to explore so uh, kudos to to everyone um you know for for putting that in there <clears throat> and lo and behold of course they escape this is when Sean puts together his plan he's gonna get Liz he's gonna get his mum you know the whole whole Shabam and essentially runs off to Liz captures her gets to his mum's or I should say gets to his mum's first then goes to Liz's and of course all these escapades each So good. So great. Um, And one of my favorite moments, of course, once everyone is kind of united, of course, we lose poor Pete. Um, The music in the car is such a great scene. You know, can you turn it down? Um, uh, But essentially when they're running through the backyards and we run into like the duplicate copies, um, but essentially it's Sean's like friend or his other ex. uh, Just kind of this funny little side story. I just love all these little write-ins. It's just So clever. Um, But, of course, when we finally make it to the Winchester, um, and they discover the rifle, of course, is functional above. Um, And another iconic scene that I I just adore, um, when they realize the shopkeeper's in there and he's a zombie. So they bash him with the pool cues to, of course, Queens, don't stop me now. Um, It's just, it's perfect. I mean, as a viewer, your blood gets pumping and you're just so excited, you know, watching it. It's just, it's perfect. Um, But, of course this plan is not foolproof going to the winchester is it's kind of silly and at the same point definitely not not safe and the group is tensions high so this is when sean accuses david being in love with liz there's this whole back and forth they can't stop arguing um you know sean is distraught uh because of course he's finally has to shoot his mom barbara who was bit while they were hopping fences um and uh Essentially, at this point, this is when the zombies break into the pub. David is brutally disemboweled. I remember watching this in theaters as a kid, and I just... At this point, the film had seemed almost silly. It wasn't super gory, and at this point, it just totally took a turn. I was like, what am I watching? And this is, like... What year did I say this Well, it's Two thousand four, two thousand three. Um, <laughs> it's you know that, that's a long time ago for me. So it, essentially now watching it and the many times I have it, kind of it doesn't phase you, but it's it's awful nonetheless. So essentially, an enraged Diane grabs David's leg and rushes out into the horde, out of sight, um, and a zombified Pete appears and of course bites our poor Ed um and Sean is forced to shoot Pete and set fire to the bar um the fire sets off the rifle ammunition while Sean, Liz and Ed flee to the cellar um and they're contemplating suicide and this is when Ed volunteers to stay behind with the rifle and Sean and Liz escape through the hatch um and at this exact moment The army arrives, guns down the remaining zombies, and it's actually kind of thanks to Liz's, or Liz's, uh, Sean's previous friend that we we met earlier running through the backyards. Now, the film ends six months later Post-outbreak civilization is basically returning back to normal, and the surviving zombies are used as cheap labor at labor and entertainment. Um, Liz, of course, and Sean have patched things up. She moves in, and Sean keeps his zombified friend Ed tethered to the shed. And this is, you know, he's as we saw throughout this film, and it's something which we'll get into, which is a Romero theme about zombies returning to your previous state. Ed, of course, is sitting playing video games, his favorite thing. so this is where Sean returns just to sit alongside and play time splitters too. So the cast it's the iconic Simon Pegg Nick Frost um, and a mix of uh, wonderful British talent and um, gathered together to essentially shoot the film in nine weeks between May and July 2003. Um, and uh, it's just this film is so notable for Wright's kinetic directing style. I mean, he references a lot of other movies, television series, video games, but at the same time, that's what makes his movies so much fun. Um, Like, there's just nothing this man doesn't do that I don't love. (laughs) So essentially, as I'd said, um, you know, the zombie had died off when you kind of look at the, like, history of horror, for lack of a better word. Um, Essentially, the zombie was huge in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and things kind of trickled off in the 90s and... Early 2000s. Um, and Wright believes that essentially why things trickled off through the late 80s, early 90s, it's all thanks to Thriller and Michael Jackson. Um, and essentially, the film itself was inspired by just a couple things mixed together that essentially would bring back the zombie in a huge way. So As I said, um, Wright, Frost, Peg, they'd all been working uh, together on a show called Space, um, and essentially they'd written an episode called Art, where um, Peg, along with some other uh, um, co-actors and actresses, uh, essentially he's influenced um, by um, some... uh, amphetamine and, of course, the Resident Evil 2 video game and begins to hallucinate that he's fighting off zombies. Um, And essentially, this trio working together, Sean Sean or Simon Pegg, uh, discovered, of course, him and uh, Edgar Wright shared a mutual love for Romero's films. And this is when they decided they had to write a zombie movie. So this episode plus their love of Romero had a huge, huge influence on what and how they were gonna make Shaun of the Dead. Um, And essentially you'd see Nick Frost come back kind of just playing a new role in a way. And of course uh, a couple of other of the actors and actresses from there coming back to to help out on this and of course make it a huge success, which it was. So um, as I'd said, uh, you know, they were inspired of course, Not only, you know, by the episode with the video game, but they too loved the video game as they were playing it. And um, for those of you who haven't seen the history of horror, uh, they do mention, um, or at least in the interview with Edgar Wright, he mentions, you know, his girlfriend going away. And saying, oh, I won't spend the whole time playing video games. And he does exactly that. Um, And essentially, you know, he would also be inspired by that morning after walking to go get some milk for his cup of tea. And thinking, what would I do if zombies hit right now? I mean, I've kind of had that moment. I don't know about you guys. Where you're kind of going about and thinking, like, what would you do? I mean, I'm sure all of us have our own little zombie escape plan. And it's just kind of neat. Or, um, you know, to see see uh such a creative mind take it at all full force and make a great film with it um now, something I didn't realize was this film would come out shortly after twenty eight days later, which you could kind of argue also brought back the zombie. But I would argue tooth and nail that essentially they're not zombies. I mean, even in the film itself, they refer to them as the infected. Um, You know, they run fast. There's just a whole bunch of different things that make them different, but at the same time makes one curious, especially those at the time who had not heard anything about Romero's films. Um, And this, you know, would definitely amplify everything zombie after that and just bring them back in a huge way um and it's also kind of ironic that 28 days later and um you know of course Shaun of the Dead are both British directors and British films about zombies so just just kind of funny um so uh as I was saying this film of course uh being a British film shot in location in London, um, over different, uh, locations and different studios. Um, and you can actually find Sean's place of work, um, the electrical appliance shop in, uh, North Finchley. And, um, the, th- the scenes filmed in and around the Winchester pub are the shot of the Duke of Albany, a pub at 39 Moteson Road, New Cross, South London. Um, and, uh, Sadly, now has been turned into some flats uh, in 2008. But yeah, kind of cool. This film, as I said, huge commercial success. UK saw, you know, 1.6 million in it had a very small opening is opening weekend, less than 400 theaters. Um, and essentially would be just around 7 million by mid May. Now, when it opened in the U S it earned uh, just about 4 million and would take seventh place at the box office, despite again, a limited release to just over 600 theaters. So since then, of course it's earned just about, you know, $31 million worldwide. So not bad. Now, Right now, it currently holds a high score of 92 on Rotten Tomatoes and is, you know, huge critical acclaim. Um, some of the reviews, as I said earlier, were have Stephen King, um, but some other no- notes that stood out to me, Shaun of the Dead cleverly balances scares and witty satire, making for bloody good zombie movie with loads of wit. Um, You know, and essentially it's just a mix of generally favorable reviews throughout. Um, And uh, to this point, it holds quite a few um awards uh since which i thought was you know pretty exciting considering it's just like this small little kind of indie-ish film i mean it took home a uh, british independent film award for best screenplay uh, i also took home an evening standard british film award um for best comedy and uh you know a few others and empire awards um and the bram stoker awards and so forth no i didn't realize you can actually get some merchandise um from this film if you wish they do make sean uh of the dead action figures which i think are pretty cool i'm gonna definitely have to look that up um and as i said this film is a huge references george a romero's um you know entire dead series night of the living dead dawn of the dead day of the dead um particularly dawn of the dead um but essentially it's they loved those films so much that they wanted they just wanted to make something you know as it as a reference and a homage and a love affair with it or a valentine as edgar wright likes to put it um and I just I couldn't agree more. Looking back, you know, now that I understand this film a little bit more, I definitely have a huge appreciation uh, for for what they were doing and their love affair for it. And uh, at the end, kind of funny as I was mentioning, twenty days later, they do mention at the end of this movie something about a rage virus, which is just kind of you know, sort of a little poke I believe at uh, at Danny Boyle. <clears throat> now the soundtrack heavily influenced by the Dawn of the Dead series I mean it's they've run over with um artists like Goblin and Fabio Frise um, and of course you know throwing in some some pretty great just iconic 80s uh, well 70s 80s uh, music just to kind of pick up for those you know like myself and other music and um, you know addicts for lack of a better word that just, you know, enjoy a good soundtrack mixed in with a great film. Um, and yeah, I, there's just not really much you can say more outside of that for, for notes. I mean, it was just sort of this small thing that to this point holds a a place in everyone's heart. Um, including my own. I mean, this will always be one of my favorite films. Um, as a kid, I remember seeing it thinking it was like a comedy or a spoof making fun of the zombie genre, but, going through this research, realizing now, you know, what Edgar Wright was up to, what uh, Sean Pegg wanted to portray, I find, and their appreciation for George Romero. I, I just I totally get it. It's a total love affair for him. Um, and it's, it's just, it, it makes perfect sense, especially for those of you who haven't seen Night the Living Dead. See it, listen to the Previous podcast that I've done on that shortly after, um, and then watch Shaun of the Dead because you'll you'll totally see the references. Uh, I mean, they're constantly you know commenting and using all the tropes, but at the same time making it funny and fun. It's it's such an iconic, imaginative, imaginative, and altogether brilliant film. Um, and it's interesting because. Throughout history, the zombie's always been this allegory for social issues. Um, and from what I was seeing, Shaun of the Dead is no different. Um, apparently, if you if you want to know what was happening in Britain in the late 90s, early 2000s, look no further than this film. I mean, I personally don't know a lot about British history at that time. Um, but the little bit I heard in an interview from Edgar Wright he kind of agrees with this and it kind of at the same time sounded like he disagreed with that statement. So it's, I guess, up for debate and up for interpretation. Um, Now, the film's, you know, depiction of society collapsing is just perfect. They did such a great job um, and I love the mix of zombies throughout. And that's something Edgar Wright is noted for saying, you know, he loves to have a mix of zombies from little kid zombies to fat zombies to, you know, Buff zombies, whatever the case may be. He loves the mix, um, and of course, the zombie being a sign of anarchy. This film has it throughout, and it just makes it perfect. It's ah, it's wonderful. Now, um, essentially, uh, it's it's funny with zombies. It, they're they're one of those zombie stories that certain ones you wouldn't mind joining, and I certainly feel that way about this film you know you kind of wish you were part of sean's crew trying to make your way over to the winchester um i mean there's some that i definitely would not want to be a part of like i would not want to be a part of the road um for those of you who haven't seen that film or read that book um do it um but go forward with caution um yeah i would not want to be a part of that i would much rather join this or say dawn of the dead you know it seems a lot more fun to be in a in a mall but you know dealing with the occasional zombie um either way true love affair for this film and all zombie tie-ins to Romero and wrapping up guys thank you so much for listening to me ramble on if you like what you heard leave a review um you know it helps it helps others hear my annoying rambling voice and and get a little more of appreciation for our are one true love horror. (laughs) And um, if you want to see what adventures I'm getting up, up, uh, if you want to see what adventures I'm getting into and getting, you know, trouble I could be getting myself into, um, follow me on Instagram and or Twitter, or, you know, send me a direct message. I, you know, love hearing from you guys. It's so cool. Um, and of course guys, check out my favorites on Etsy, uh, Bogan Bean and Barely Dot Designs. Always got the coolest designs, uh, and coolest stuff around. Definitely worth a peek. And guys, as always, keep calm, stay creepy.